I'm Dan Orlovsky. When I'm looking for safety, I always take the extra steps and listen to Chris and Case on the Detroit Lions podcast. Lions with it, second and goal from the eight. Down six, but on the move. Chris, working from the gun, looks out to the right, now checks out that Viking defense. Takes the snap, back to pass, looks right, got Case in the end zone, touchdown Detroit Lions! That's it, pack the bag, start the plane, this game is over! How big is that? And now it's time to start the Detroit Lions podcast. Lions fans, it's time for the podcast you've been waiting for. The show where Kool-Aid runs blue, faces turn red, and rose-colored glasses never go out of style. This is the Detroit Lions Podcast. Your Detroit Lions and Reddit connection. And now, two guys who have never dropped a Matthew Stafford pass. Chris and Case. Hey, howdy ho, Lions fans. Welcome to the Detroit Lions Podcast. This is episode 195. This is the official Detroit Lions podcast for Reddit. I, I am your dashing host, Chris. And with me is my good friend and co-host, McCase. How you doing, my man? Bear down, Chris. Bear down. <laughs> oh, man. In today's show, we're going to be talking about Lions staff changes all over the place. We're going to talk about PFT and, and the fact they have stupid people working for them. We talk about the Shrine Games Senior Bowl. Got a couple updates on that. We're going to do a king-sized around the division and a whole lot more. Casey, ready to go, man? Doink, doink. Let's kick this off and break it down. All right, a couple of quick announcements first. Check us out and help us out on Patreon. Special thanks to Dylan from Guam. Right, we're huge in Guam. Also, of course, our very first donor, Mathis, and Brian B. from I Prevail. I can't wait to share. we got some some insider info. It's going to be good, good stuff. Check them out, iprevailband.com. They have some great stuff, a lot of good stuff on on the YouTube. they got a a pretty good uh, remake of a Taylor Swift song that I otherwise wouldn't have listened to if they had not been the ones to redo it. (laughs) You can join the Patreon crew at patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. Get access to our Slack chat, which is the most intelligent Lions chat on the internet. And that ain't no bullshit. We also got a pre-show show that we put together every now and then so people can see that. And a couple other perks like the the thing we're doing with, uh, well, we're doing some stuff that we're working with them on. So patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast as little as a dollar a month gets you access to all that great stuff. Give us a like on Facebook, facebook.com slash the Detroit Lions podcast, facebook.com slash the Detroit Lions podcast, or the craziest place to find us, the best place to find us on the Twitter cheese at DET Lions podcast, DET Lions podcast, the very, very best place to see Case. Watching Taylor Swift videos with no pants on. Hot stuff. Very, very hot stuff. Subscribe to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash Detroit Lions Podcast. If you haven't done that, you need to do that now. Uh, Senior Bowl week is going to be on fire. Shrine game, it's going to be tons. We've got a lot of YouTube content. YouTube.com slash Detroit Lions Podcast. Subscribe, hit the bell so you get notified when we're live. And when our videos get up there, you will be happy that you did. Rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you find us. We love those five-star reviews. Make sure you give them to us there as big as you got it. And then if you want to talk about the show, ways you think it could be better, make sure to let us know in the subreddit, DetroitLions.reddit.com. And uh, just just give us a ping. We'll take your advice and we'll, we'll keep working at it. 
Give us a call via Skype, Detroit Lions Podcast, all one word, Detroit Lions Podcast, or if you choose to use the plain old telephone, you can do that. It's the Lions Line, 929-33-LIONS. It's 929-335-4667. Leave us a message and you'll get a chance to hear yourself on the show. Tighten your chin straps, kids. It's time to review This Week in Reddit. All right, it's time to talk about all the fun and exciting things going down this week in Reddit. And I think the huge news breaking across the wire for the Lions, this is stuff that I think affects every fan, every moment of every day in their Lions fandom. The VP of Football Operations, Matt Harris, is is out. <laughs> and Mike Disner is in case. What does this mean? Is this is this the Super Bowl right around the corner this season? <laughs> well, um, it, it's a kind of position where it, it's like a contractual type guy uh, who comes in and works contracts with players, um, tries to get the team, you know, the best deal that they can get. He coming over from the Cardinals, which isn't exactly inspiring, but he's not in a, in like a talent evaluation. He's not in in like looking into who to sign and who not to sign. He's just looking into how to sign, you know, guys the best best way for the team uh negotiations and contract structures and things like that i would be very surprised if we hear his name again until someday in the future he's like oh time like, value of money kind of like yeah, yeah. yeah. that's his, his that's where his expertise lies right time value of money um playing with numbers how, how the the different calculations work and then the talent pieces is on the quinn side and they have to work together to make sure that the the finances line up with the uh the personnel needs and um i mean if you look I, at what he's done you know with the cardinals he's done some good contracts so yeah oh I, yeah like, there's no reason there's no reason to like jump for joy or anything there's no reason to be you know pessimistic about it either what this isn't the super bowl is what you're saying well we're we're there's always reason for lions fans to be pessimistic i get that but like <laughs> no no this is it this is what we this is this is the one position we needed change uh no i'm thinking a couple of things harris has an extra s at the end of harris so it's harris we have a road bears with an extra s on it down here we always call it bears it's ass like road snake, <laughs> like the snake in the uh, disney robin hood yeah, and that's why he's gone he's a snake no he he did uh let's see he did stafford's contract right he did that so matt harris thank you very much for all your hard work uh disner has some history with uh with quinn some patriots history he spent some time in arizona and he's the guy they want so I'm I'm fine with that. Sounds good. Let's move on to something a little bit more. There's still a lot of talk, not seemingly a whole lot of action, but I think this is more pointed at where people are are caring these days. It's the offensive coordinator candidate updates. I don't know if you heard, but um, they may have realized they made a mistake because they brought Cooter in for an interview. What? <laughs> no, no. You see how you feel right there, right? You, you can right. you can capture that in a moment. Okay, now what? <laughs> that just happened to Risden. That's why he's not here. The Browns brought him in for an interview. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Riz. Poor Riz. Yep, he's got to deal with his day job. But um, no, it, it, we're in a situation right now. You know, um, people. It, it, once again, uh, we as a fan base have a tendency to like, we're not, we're still not accustomed to the way things that Quinn and Patricia are going to do things. And that is to not tell us, you know, very much 
until they have, you know, decisions made or progress made or, you know, actually bringing someone into the building, you know, at the time we're recording this on, on Wednesday afternoon, there still hasn't been any announcement as far as anybody, you know, coming in for interviews doesn't mean they haven't been setting up interviews that will be happening, you know, over the future. Uh, It would seem to point towards uh, that the playoffs are a factor here. Hmm. Hmm. You don't think that it points to the fact that Godsey is the insider candidate for sure? George well, Godsey. I do think that is a possibility and that's not going to thrill me and that's not going <laughs> to thrill it, it. Well, I, 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 you know, I, it's not going to thrill me and it's not going to thrill Lions fans, but I mean, it also is, you know, well within the realm of possibility. And if that happens, I promise you all, I'll do, you know, my best to deep dive on Godsey and see what, you know, positive I can take from it, but I don't <laughs> want to do that until, until I know that that's, you know, that's yeah. what's happening. No one wants to do um, that much would, work. Say that, yeah. <laughs> Um, Waldron or uh, um, it was Sean uh, the 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 Rams guys um, Shane Waldron and um, yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I okay his name that. is escaping me at the moment but most of you probably know who I'm talking about yeah uh, I'm higher on Shane right now that's why I've kind of put the other guy out of my head the other one to think about and I think it's not from a playoffs perspective but it's from a he could be a head coach perspective is uh, Gase well and he's been he's been more or less officially. Uh, sent to the Jets at this point. Did he? I so as their as their eight. Well, it's I, I don't I don't uh, I'd have to I'd have to double check. But I mean, the news yesterday was that it was more or less official that he was going to be their head coach. So um, I, I think I was even listening to the radio last night and they were talking about it. Um, but uh, it that was an that was an I didn't hate that. And actually, the reason I liked that thought. Of, of Adam Gase being your offensive coordinator was that he is so curmudgeonly towards the media. And I feel like that's the, that's my headspace right now. Um, <laughs> and to have him and Patricia on the same team, I feel like, like at some point, somebody's just going to get body slammed WWE style through the, you know, the press table. But um, <laughs> that was really the, that was really the big reason that I was high on Gase, but <laughs> he's basically, uh, he runs an offense very similar to Jim Bob Cooter. He's just a little better at it. So that, I, I liked that idea, but um, it's, uh, it, 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 it appears to not be happening. Yeah. Well, it looks like he is the new Jets pilot. It has been announced. I hate to say that's too bad. Jets fans upset by the gays hire. It's uh sorry. Yeah, that came I through. I wouldn't want him as our head coach. No, no, but the Jets got him as theirs. So, so there you go. He is no longer creeping around. He's not part of the the piece. I want to talk about somebody else who's an interesting candidate here, uh, Charlie Weiss. And the reason I, I'm not high on him as as himself, right? He wants to get back into coaching. He hasn't coached since 2014, I think it was. Yes, 2014, I think. Um, not super exciting to bring him in. Who is exciting though is his son. And his son is blossoming and as a young coach and working his way up the ranks and is a guy who brings a different kind of spirit. And to be able to work with his dad and kind of become the heir apparent from where dad sits adds a little bit of a different twist to yeah, the, 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 the the Charlie Weiss sure. thing. So um, I think that's where... Next, you know, Shanahan pair. Yeah, yeah. I think that's where Weiss's angle comes in. Uh, because he's there for two years, gets his his boy fully prepared, and then his boy takes over. Um, 
it's an interesting it's an interesting thing. I don't think we want to wait two years, but also I don't think we want to hire someone for one year and have them leave and be in the same situation having to reinstall a new offense with a new offensive coordinator after a year. That buys you a little bit of time, doesn't it? It buys you a little bit of um uh, continuity across the across the years. So it's an interesting interesting look. Uh, Shane Waldron type of guy would do that as well. Also, I, I think we didn't talk about Dick Cutter, um, former Bucks coach, uh, replaced by Bruce Arians. Oddly, that's an interesting uh, change over there. The Bucks are pretty excited about it. But Dick Cutter is now with the Falcons Which, as an offensive corner. I I can't stand. I can't stand Bruce Arians. He's one of my least favorite head coaches. Yeah. I find him to be terribly obnoxious. Yeah, I feel the same way about him. I don't think he's necessarily a terrible coach. I just find him incredibly obnoxious. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't disagree at all. He's uh, he's a real piece of work. A unique person. Like a cult of personality type of guy, yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. All right, so that's where we are with the OC candidate stuff right now. And... Um, We'll we'll keep looking at that. We'll keep we'll keep poking around in those areas. There's not a whole lot of talk about it. Don't worry about that. This stuff isn't done always out in the open, and this is a different kind of team uh, with the the coach Patricia and um, GM Bob Quinn. Don't be nervous that they haven't hired anyone, and uh, we'll see who they get. And we'll bring it in. The one thing Justin Rogers mentioned today, which I think is is a good point. There may not be a name out there that a majority of the fans are excited about when they name him. Yeah. So. And none of that really matters, to be perfectly honest. Right. right. <laughs> and you know that. Uh, it doesn't matter how excited the fans are because that that the correlation between that and results is slim to nil. See the so. 2018 season. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll move on. Um, interesting one. You know, we occasionally bash the media. It isn't we're not professional media bashers or anything, but this is one where this is really stupid. All right, so we we've already weighed in in the mat. Patricia sexual assault thing. Still haven't heard anything new. Story even before the story and after the story, nothing no nothing's been advanced there except a ridiculous bullshit agenda, but whatever. Um Michael David Smith. He decided he wanted to pull a tweet out there. And um this was as a result of the Bob Quinn presser. And I it, it, we I just felt like we had had to respond to this because this is trash. This is this is pro football talk hiring and employing a complete bozo um, and having him, retaining him on their staff. Um, he says, Lions GM Bob Quinn on why he didn't find out Matt Patricia had once been accused of sexual assault before hiring him. Quinn says, I'm not paid to do extensive background checks. Michael David Smith then decides to editorialize with, that's just a ridiculous abdication of a general manager's responsibility. Michael David Smith, you have a agenda, and that was an abdication of any kind of journalistic integrity. You are a walking piece of shit. Basically, what Quinn said is the background check isn't his job. They pay people to do extensive background checks. They've said previously that they did the background checks and everything else on Matt Patricia and nothing came up in those checks. Your ignorant buffoonery attempting at clickbait and other crap is embarrassing. And then your stupid, ridiculous obnoxious, sorry excuse for a news organization backed you up in a tweet because they wanted to play the game of semantics and say, well, I didn't take it out of context. No, semantically you didn't, but you did just manufacture a bunch of bullshit. And there's a strong mute button for me in place for there. I'm just absolutely, we live in a, a really, I don't care where you sit, 
the news that we're getting, it's so hard to find any kind of real news, whether it's sports or anything else. And this here is a prime example of somebody taking a platform they've they've been given because he obviously hasn't earned it if this is his level of professionalism and just spewing barf just barfing nonsense and uh sorry i just had to go off a little bit because this is ridiculous <laughs> bullshit okay this is just okay. pure crap and it makes me mad so fuck you michael i don't Davidson. think i have anything to add to that <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's take a look at next year's schedule. Lions have a good schedule next year. I, I got to tell you, this one is, is this a juxtaposition. Are we switching? Well, I'll tell you what. Instead of doing that, we can help people become better than Michael David Smith. You know how we do that? How, Chris? We have them get their Lions gear and show the world what a strong, passionate go. fan they are for this team. And how do they do that? Well, of course, they go to DetroitLionsPodcast.com, click on the Fanatics link, go get all your sporting gear, your Lions jerseys, your mugs. I just got myself a couple University of Michigan travel mugs. Sorry, state fans. I know it's it's hard to, to listen to, but it's where I come from. Uh, yeah, we get all that kind of great stuff. It doesn't matter if it's Red Wings, Pistons, Lions, Tigers, you name it, you got it. Head over to DetroitLionsPodcast.com. Click on that Fanatics link. They will take you straight there. No funny stuff. And uh, they give us kickback when you do that. So thank you very much for everybody who's been using that link. And if you have any gift cards or anything else you want to spend, you want to get yourself some Lions gear, head on over that way and uh, support the show by something you were going to do anyway. All right, let's move on then. Uh, next year's schedule, Case. I don't know if you heard. It looks really nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have, you know, we all know officially now who will be playing. Obviously, they haven't released, you know, the schedule in terms of uh, what dates, you know, yet. But we do know what teams will be playing. And we we basically knew, you know, as soon as the season was over, mm-hmm. maybe even from week like 15 or 16, we could, you know, surmise um, because the only different, the only you know question there was the the last two NFC teams that would be that would be on our schedule, um, but we were facing the NFC East, um, which is a tough division to predict. I think they might be the most uh, volatile division um, in terms of ups and downs, and and really having it, it really being difficult to predict. Uh, you know what to expect. You've got a you know a Giants team that that we have no idea what's going to be the situation at quarterback there next year. Uh, the Cowboys were resurgent in the second half of this season, but but whether or not that can carry through, uh, whether or not they navigate their their free agency is you know a big question. Uh, the Eagles obviously also surging late here, but they've got they clearly had issues to deal with this year as well, and whether or not those issues will rear, rear their head. Go fucking Golden Tate, by the way. Congratulations. <laughs> it's good to um, see you get a playoff Redskins, win, isn't it? One right, way or another, right. it is absolutely. And I expect the Redskins to still be trash, but you know, who like every once in a while they have a surprising season where they go eight and eight or. Nine and seven, but well, you know, if you um, look outside, if you look outside the <laughs> NFC North, the away games, right? Let's look at the, how the difficult as of right now, and all these things change, right? We know they change with three yeah, agency yeah, draft, yeah. all that I kind of stuff. Right now, people are going to come back and you know hit me on it later when when things have clearly changed in a massive way since what I when I said this. But yep, so you got the Cardinals away, we got the Broncos away. We got the Raiders away. We got the Eagles away. And we got the Redskins away. I feel like that is the if I, I maybe would want to swap the Eagles and the Giants home and away on the NFC East side of it. But 
I think we got the pick of the litter on our away games here. This feels like these are the easiest sets of all the games that we, we, we've got being away. Am, am, am I wrong? No, no, you're absolutely not. Um, and and like like you know, how many times do we have to say this could change dramatically? You know, over the course of an off season, uh, somebody might those teams might uh, you know the the Raiders or the Broncos. Uh, you know, new coach. What, in the Broncos, what it looks right? like when you're not a strong quarterback schedule. So um, we 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 really don't have to face too many guys that scare me at yeah. the quarterback position. And that's always advantageous. And then um, that like, us- God, looking at it, I mean, Carson Wentz, who who the hell knows whether or not he'll even be playing uh, in whatever game, whatever week we face the Eagles is probably the best quarterback outside of the division that we have to face. Yep. And then you look at the home game. I mean, I I, I love having... Philip Rivers is having a great year, too. So yeah. I shouldn't discount him. But-, but, but I love having him at home. I love having the, the Cowboys at home. Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes. I'd rather have him at home than on on the road. Uh, Giants, Eli. If Eli's around, still who knows, right? Um, you got the the Bucks at home, which you, who knows? What, and what they're, that's apparently, like. they're sticking by Jameis Winston, is what we're hearing. Yeah, well, so we'll see what a, Bruce Arians happens. Let's, have, let's see what happens. Turn of events. <laughs> he's, he's, Josh Rosen for the Cardinals has potential, but that that it's hard to believe that that roster is going to get flipped into a good roster over one offseason. Yep. Yep. So I, I really like the way this sh- this is shaking out. Now we'll see where things fall throughout the year, but um, as right. far as as far as things go, that's that, that's that's uh, I feel really really good about that. So good stuff. Next year's schedule as of today looks pretty nice. We're good with that. We're down with that. Um, we talked about that. I think that's the big news today. But there's there's something we got to do. Case we, we got to take a trip. We're gonna head around. Woo! That's right. Oh, I'm the headline. Baby, baby. <laughs> Those are our guys that I prevail. Love them, dudes. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you guys for letting us use your stuff there. You're the you're the bomb. I can't wait for the new stuff. All right, round the division. We got some good stuff. Where do you want to start, Case? There's there's a lot to talk about here. Well, um, normally I go bottom to top, but I think this this week we're going to flip it just because of the relevance here. Going to go front what to back. Has happened right front to back. Uh, uh, reach around, good. maybe. Got it. Um, got it. <laughs> <laughs> um the bears they uh obviously they lost and obviously it was a heartbreaking loss for them um i do you know i do my heart does go out a little bit for cody park he just for the hate that he hatred he got wow. on a tipped uh field yeah attempt. that was that um, was that, well, but just yeah, shows you your meatheads right going, going, it's gonna be, right right <laughs> i'm gonna be you know we're gonna make fun of the doink doink thing you know in perpetuity um but D's, baby. Uh, that doesn't mean that like him as a person uh, you know he didn't have a great year he it wasn't like but if i was a if i was a you know bears fan i'd be upset about his performance over the year as a whole i wouldn't be upset about his performance in that game yeah that's and so that's you know. just just to, to even put it in further perspective since they got rid of Robbie gold he's 83 for 85 um <laughs> That's always that's that's right. always something just to just to, to grind in there a little bit because they ran that boy out of town, 
And uh, that's that was an obvious mistake. And, and 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 it's a good lesson to you kids out there. Don't let your emotions and the immediacy of an event drive long-term decision-making because often that drives you to a bad place. <laughs> Been there. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, no, any, any anybody, any Bears fans, any non-Bears fans who are blaming Cody Parkey for the loss are clearly just scapegoating because there's a lot of reasons the bears didn't win that game. And you, you don't have to look much further than Mitch Trubisky's performance to find a big one. Uh, he was not great. Can I, can I point to something that no one's talking uh, about? Go for it. Okay. Okay. The bears had the easiest strength of schedule of all the teams yeah, in the it. NFL yep. last year. And yep. no one's talking about that. And it's always, Look how scary that defense. Well, you're not playing tough teams. <laughs> it's easy to look better. Look at Mitch Trubisky. He's really killing. Well, you're not playing tough teams. It's easy to look at. I mean, and it was a significant margin of, I think the the average winning percentage was 404 of their their opponents. So um, worry not, my friends. They Those kinds of things become exposed. I We didn't think the Bears were as good as their record, and I think they proved that in, in, in this game. Um I think the the scary part is is that you know they they went uninjured and this is what they did so this may be the peak we'll see how things go uh, Nagy getting another year does mean that he gets a little bit more time to tweak some things and and maybe they get another good run here but uh, that clock is ticking quick yeah and and I'll, I'll um this is this is my big spiel uh, right now so uh, buckle down um, yes bear a, down the bears had strength schedule in the NFL and and a big part of that is coming you know to face the NFC North mm-hmm. uh, which outside of the Bears didn't have a single team with a winning record um, so like that's a big part of that but it's also that they got to face uh, the Buccaneers who were terrible and the Giants who were terrible mm-hmm. um, so it's and they actually lost to the Giants but uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, like it is it is significant uh, and as you mentioned uh one of the other major factors and one of the things that i if you go back to last off season uh i've i've taken some criticism over the last few weeks about my take on the bears last off season when i said well i don't think they're you know all all that in a bag of chips um obviously the mac thing changed that a little bit um but uh, I, as i said you know that that's like a short term gain kind of situation i'm going to get into the into the like the long term situation the bears here in a minute but uh they were incredibly fortunate um in terms of injuries maybe the best maybe the most fortunate team in the league in terms of injuries this last year um, and I absolutely love, love, love PFF, uh, not PFF, excuse me, PFR, uh, Pro Football Reference. Not PFT. If you're not familiar, it's, sure. it's the best, like, it, right, it, right. It did all the PFF, the PPP, um, the PFMS. It's the best uh, <laughs> football, right. <laughs> um, it's the best uh, football statistics aggregate website out there. And over the last year here, they've uh, started giving um, injury uh, designations for each team. So if you look up, you know, Bears injuries 2018, you can get a list of what players missed what games. Um, and, and it's super easy to dissect. Now, I used, to, I used to have to spend hours trying to figure out that kind of shit and they've made they've made that job so much easier over this last year and and I I absolutely love what they do 
Um, they're they're one of my very favorite uh, football resources. So and, and it, just go on PFR if you if you're not familiar, um, it, Pro Football Reference. Just go on there and play around. There's lots of ways you can look at things. Um, it's it's really easy to use their website cherry pick stats too, which is like a dangerous thing. So if you see somebody post stats from there, make sure that you know you 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 really make sure that it's not just being like cherry picked. But uh, the point is like it it exists as the best uh it, it's like the the library of um football uh research it's great yep um but, that's uh, uh pro-football-reference.com right yep and but like i say if you look at the bears 2018 season in terms of their injuries on there good lord i i was blown away because I, I knew that they had had a good season in terms of injuries i knew that they hadn't had the major stuff but if you actually go and look they didn't they lost Kyle Long for uh you know almost half a season and that's that hurts that might be the only significant injury that they had the entire year there's a couple of depth players who missed games here and there Bryce Callahan who I think might get a good gig um coming out of free agency at quarterback but if you look at the at the entirety of their season it's absolutely unreal how healthy they were um so I you know I took flack uh for my prediction that the Bears weren't going to be very good this year what I could not could not have predicted was that they would have no major issues at all with injuries after after they have for years now faced injuries i expected that to, you know i i didn't necessarily expect it to continue at the level they've had it at but to swing so drastically from you know one of the you know most injured teams to one of the most healthy teams shocks me just because a lot of times when you have an issue like that you've, you've got a, you know it, when you have that many years in a row of injury issues it 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 looks a little bit more of a chronic thing mm-hmm. well they that that totally was not the case this year. They they could not have, you know, asked for a better season in terms of health. And and that was the difference in between them probably being like an eight and eight team this year and maybe the Vikings winning the division and them going twelve and four. Absolutely ridiculous. On top of that, okay, so if we're we're looking at next year, so I am predicting a huge precipitous fall for them, and that's a big part of the reason why. And maybe this comes back to bite me in the ass again, but they have so much going against them this off season. Uh, it, it start with the injury issue because they chances are very good they'll regress towards the mean. There, you, you would only have to lose a few starters on either side of the ball for them to take you know a significant step back they don't have cap space to do much they have a couple of guys uh bobby massey adrian amos uh brace callan as i mentioned pat o'donnell uh punter who need re-signed that that's pretty much the cap space they have to re-sign those guys and that's it mm-hmm. which means if you and if you know the the old cliche if you're not going moving forward in the nfl you're moving backwards right um, on top of that, so, so I'm not expecting them to, you know, and, and they don't have a first or second round pick. So the talent isn't going to be like significantly improved by any means this offseason. They're, they're going to be returning basically the same team, which it, it, I has some benefits in terms of uh, continuity. But if we want to look at continuity, the, the, their defense is their strength and Vic Fangio is gone. So there's no guarantee of success on the defensive side of the ball uh, when you've got somebody completely different in there. Yeah, and I think we can give um, 
just kind of looking back a little bit, give a little bit of love to Cleo Mack because he probably is the one guy that single-handedly helped the division this year by taking and putting that knee injury into Aaron <laughs> Rodgers that really yeah. messed up his yeah. world. So, um, yeah, not 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 sure on the I injury, just be, right? Just make things a little easier. <laughs> I'll just be so shocked. I will be shocked, and I'll, I, I don't – you all know that I don't typically throw my hat in on these kind of things, and, and I'm willing to accept that it's likely biased that I hate the Bears, but I will be truly shocked if there isn't significant – regression for yeah. next year and with Vic Fangio going he's going to the Broncos as we talked about we get to play them I feel like you know first year coach I know he's a good coach I know he's good at defense but it's a different role it's a different role to step in there I think that gives us an even a nicer kind of swing at that team there so he's gone. Uh, let's move on. Now, there's another team in the division. We talked about uh, that gimped-up knee that held them back a bit this year, at least for the first half of the season, for sure. The Packers have grabbed Matt the Flower LaFleur and uh, has now left this division with three mats and a mic as head coaches. What do you think, man, my friend there? <laughs> um, yeah, and it was it was a bit of a surprise hire, uh, LaFleur. Um, he wasn't necessarily expected to to get a head coaching uh the the titans finished he was their offensive coordinator and they finished 27th in the league in offense this year um so it wasn't like obvious uh but so i i, I think you know there is a lot to uh prove for him and i think part of the reason the packers brought him in is that he's young he's 39 uh, malleable they want to they want to have control over their head coach um, they're not they're not likely to just let him loose and have uh, the you know the kind of power and and uh, free reign that a lot of other franchises Aaron would let wants control a, a coach over have. the head coach. Aaron wants control yeah. over the head coach. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly, exactly. And I, I definitely think that's a factor. Um, now I will say uh, that despite the fact that the Titans were bad on on offense this last year with him, uh, he is not suited to what the Titans were trying to do, either their quarterback or their wide receivers. He is a vertical uh, passing guy. There's like a, a, a little bit of a Bruce Darians-ish type thing. Uh, he wants to he wants to get the ball down the field um, as often as possible. He's not necessarily a dink and dunk kind of guy, but the, but the Titans are sitting on a dink and dunk kind of offense in terms of their talent. Um, so moving to the Packers is a better fit for him. Mm-hmm. Doesn't necessarily mean that I think that it'll be successful. It'll, it'll, you know, it, that, that will, you know, be a remains to be seen kind of thing. Um, it will definitely, it would not surprise me if there's a minute of, uh, figuring things out, especially when you have, you know, you have to figure things out between a head coach and a quarterback. So it would not surprise me. Um, and, and Rogers isn't necessarily known for being the easiest guy to deal with. So if there is a power struggle of any kind that could, you know, create issues, but um, it's, it's, it's not a hiring that immediately scares me. I don't think it's as bad as it would, as it might have might look if you just looked at statistics on paper in terms of what he's done. Mm-hmm. But um, it'll be, I think it's maybe the most interesting of the uh, shifts so far in the, in the division. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That is going to be one to keep an eye on for sure. The um, th- that that shift is is really something. <laughs> All right, um, news from the Vikings. Their offensive coordinator that they fired is still gone, but the acting OC is going to remain. Kevin Stefanski. 
he's going to stay around. Is this is this a good plan, Case? I, I mean, they didn't finish out the year with the wins they needed, right? <laughs> well, you're looking at a guy who who uh, had three games as an offensive coordinator. Uh, one of those games was good. One of those games was mediocre, and one of those games was bad. Um, so (laughs) how do I predict like the future here? I don't know. Mike Zimmer is very high on him. Uh, that doesn't mean anything to me in terms of whether or not he'll be successful. Um, but I mean, it's good to, you know, I suppose it's better to have a good relationship with your offensive coordinator as a head coach than have a bad one. Um, but like that, that's the extent of, of how much that means to me. Mm-hmm. Um, Interestingly, Mike Zimmer's son is going to be coaching at the shrine game. Oh, interesting. Yeah. He's, 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 he's on the Viking staff as a coach. So it'll be one I'm going to watch. I'm going to see what's going on down there see what happens and, uh, see if we can tell him to knock his the, dad's retinas loose again. <laughs> the Vikings offense clearly was a disappointment this year. So I can't necessarily blame them for moving on. And, and it, the, um, God, what's his name? John uh, DeFilippo. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not even sure if I'm pronouncing DeFilippo, that correctly. Right. But anyway, their offensive coordinator, he was one of those guys who a year ago looked like head coaching, you know, candidate next up type guy. And now he's out of a job. Um, I don't know where he's going. And, and but, could it be that he is, he is a head coaching candidate kind of a guy. And he's been kind of sabotaged by his GM and bringing in Kirk Cousins at such high dollars because it sure feels like maybe Kirk was a little bit of part of it. Well, Kirk Cousins definitely did not operate in the offense that they wanted to run the way that you know they hoped he would, and that's why I say that even I think even though I think Kirk Cousins, you know, if you get down to brass tacks, is a better quarterback than Case Keenum was. Case Keenum was suited to what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And um, fit is and, really and really important you know, as we've seen. Talent in our versus defense. team is a, is a thing. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, so what, you know, it's tough to gauge anything off of those three games that we, that Kevin was the OC for the Vikings, because obviously they wanted to run the ball more and simplify things, uh, whether or not that's what they, you know, and like I said, they were, they were successful running the ball in two out of those three games. Um, they were not successful passing the ball in two out of those three games. Um, it's so it's really tough. You know, it reminds me a little bit of Jim Bob Cooter taking over for Joe Lombardi, you know, and, and everybody's sitting there like, well, he's running the offense that was already installed. He hasn't, you know, had a chance to completely change anything. Stefanski what? is nowhere near as cool as Cooter. I'm just going to tell you straight <laughs> up. So, you know, it, it's definitely a, a mystery bag kind of situation because I have no idea what to expect out of, out of uh, Stefanski. Um, as as we the offseason progresses and, and we get a chance to, you know, do a little bit more research on our, our enemies, uh, I might have a better insight on, you know, what to expect from his style of offense. The biggest issue for the Vikings is going to be fixing the offensive line and fixing an entire offensive line in one offseason is no, no small task as we have seen repeatedly. So, well, Stefinski definitely has his work cut out for him to make make that all happen. So, he's got great receivers and a good running back is just a matter of the the you know the more important area. The Riley most- Reef is your top yeah. guy, right? I mean, that's got to be a problem. All right, so as you guys could tell a little earlier, uh, we've had a little bit of internet problems with uh, with the connection here, so we're gonna we're not gonna do a super long 
show this week, but there's something we do want to talk about, and, and that's what's coming up. Next week's show we will be doing on Friday. Riz will be live in studio. And uh, it'll, it should be a, a good groove. It should be should be a lot of fun. We we did it last year, and there's a lot of energy. Everyone had a good time with us, and, and thought it was one of our our better shows. So we'll be doing that one, and then we'll be going to the Shrine Game that Sunday. And then I'm actually on the same plane as the Riz, heading from Tampa up to uh, Mobile to do the Shrine Game, and we will be uh, doing live streams on our YouTube channel. From Mobile, Alabama, the sidelines, because we've got press credentials. And we got our credential for our man Sandman. He's coming along as part of the crew as well. We're going to be doing live video streams, and we're going to do a live <laughs> video podcast from the Mobile, Alabama location. And it'll be, it'll be three, it'll be, like I said, video, multi-camera. It'll be pretty kick-ass. We got some new equipment, and we'll talk about that in a second. But some really, really good stuff you guys are going to enjoy. It's going to be some some stuff from a long time. But Sandman, Riz, and myself doing the podcast next week, a video podcast. So like we said earlier, make sure you get on the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. It's not going to make it to the regular feed because we've got a big, big week of stuff going on. And then we will return back to the normal the normal scheme of how we do our podcasts and, and, and doing those things. Um, really exciting time. A lot of draft information coming out of this. So make sure to keep your eyes open, keep your ears open. And uh, we should have some some good B-roll video. We'll have some interviews with players and stuff going on at Senior Bowl week. So it's going to be great. Um, little insider info. I, I, I <laughs> In order to do this, this live streaming thing from location, um, I had to make a purchase. And it was a really, really big purchase, and um, it wasn't approved. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, <laughs> um, it's gonna be it's it's really gonna be great stuff. It's gonna not just for the stuff we're doing for the um, for the 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 Senior Bowl and, and Shrine Game stuff and all that, but um, for the draft party, it's gonna it's gonna up the level of what we're doing tenfold and when we get to the training camp party and training camp itself you guys are going to be blown away by what we're able to bring you this is this is adding a whole new dimension now we talk about the show we ask you know for your help all the time remember we're not supported by vox or usa today Gannett, any of those guys right we're just we're like we're like npr right case i mean that's that's, that's kind of what we are like i'm the I'm the federal government, <laughs> and everything else is listener supported, right? Maybe maybe we should make the draft party a telethon. There you go. <laughs> Give away some some nice tote bags. <laughs> if we, you know, every every uh, you know, so much money we raise, I'll take off an article of clothing. No, no, we want to raise money. Oh, <laughs> you'd be wearing bad. a you'd be wearing a snowsuit by the time we were done. <laughs> Look like that kid in uh in the Christmas story. Guys, I need you to donate money. I'm sweating really bad right now. <laughs> so anyway, anything you guys can uh, separate to help uh, offset my um my financial controller in the house, I'd appreciate it. Um, actually, maybe put up a little bit of a uh, a page. We've had some people, Patreons, and a couple other people say, you know, just giving money randomly is 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 one thing, but having something that I know I'm giving for and to support is different. So, I'm just gonna try a little bit different something here. And uh, with this, you guys will be able to see the Senior Bowl week, some of what we're we're starting to do, and then as the uh, the year goes on, as we hone in and improve on that stuff, I think it's really gonna shine. And uh, anything you guys can do to help your your favorite npr shows um <laughs> name of the detroit lions podcast we appreciate keep me out of trouble 
All right. With that, I think that's the big show here, Case. Did we have anything else we wanted to talk about? I don't know. Do we need to we need to cover some uh, uh, purchase related items? See, that's the, the I, I make fun of you for your terrible transitions, but that's the best I got. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I mean okay. So I'll give people a wait away. If you want to help out, you PayPal is the best way. It's right there at DetroitLionsPodcast.com. You can donate direct. We'll put a little donator page up there, and and if you want to help uh, offset the cost, we appreciate it. You guys are much love for all of you, and um, the Amazon links, the Fanatics links, all those things are are really cool, but. They help kind of make this stuff better. So, and better for you, right? I mean, it's not like I'm live streaming nudes of Case cross country other than on Tuesdays on the side right. channel. And, you know, a good donation will get you access to that channel too. All right. Uh, on that bombshell, remember the show needs your involvement. Use the comments and subreddit to give us your feedback and uh, let us know what you think of the show. It means a lot to us. Don't forget about us on Patreon. That's a great, great way to join in on the Slack chat and all the other stuff we got going on and become a long-term supporter of the show. Love, love, love that. Uh, Patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast and uh, a little dollar a month gets you access to all that great stuff. We're also on Facebook, facebook.com slash the Detroit Lions podcast, facebook.com slash the Detroit Lions podcast, and on Twitter at DET Lions podcast, DET Lions podcast, the very best place to see Case with no pants on. Oh, yeah, the very, very best way. Give us a call via Skype, Detroit Lions podcast, all one word, Detroit Lions podcast, or call us on the Lions line at 929-33-LIONS. It's 929-335-4667. Be sure to go to DetroitLionsPodcast.com and subscribe to the podcast so we can come in your little box automatically. We might even live stream that if you guys help us out. Thank you for tuning in. We're going to see you next time on the Detroit Lions Podcast. Remember, no pants, no toasters, no problems, because we're your Detroit Lions and Reddit connection. Final seconds winding down, and look at that. How Big is that? Chris and Case out of time.